Welcome to the Effects Loop. I'm Scott. I'm Chris. And I'm Philip. We're keeping you in the loop of the guitar community. and our patrons big ear pedals is one of our favorite companies i know uh, we're all excited to be working with them again they've got great options like the albi which is a modulation pedal that basically it's set right from the beginning it's got how many presets on it 13 presets something so something crazy good um and just everything sounds good on it and that's your newest pedal you should go check them out biggerpedals.com um also our patreons help support the show you can check them out or you can support our show i think it's uh five dollars is sort of the support tier that we typically hope people join and at that point you get some cool little features like there's a private chat room for all our patrons to be in direct access to us they get the show ad free and early you know all the all the cool things that that come with that uh you can check that out at patreon.com slash the effects loop uh with that Chris, what's new? Uh, absolutely nothing with me this week. Are you fully packing at this point? Yeah, we're fully packing. Um, so like my storage is all packed up. We're, I don't know. I feel like we're more than 25% done with the house, but it's mostly like dog stuff and clothes and food. I think is what we have left at this point. Isn't that pretty much what so. you already had just from the get go? Yeah, like uh, she's a pretty minimalist. I got rid of a lot when I moved a couple of times. So it was mostly just gear and a few collectibles. I was just like, nope, not getting rid of those. Nice. So, yeah. There's nothing like selling off everything when you move. There's nothing mm-hmm. like it. I haven't yeah, seen she's like been six enjoying years. doing all of that. I've uh, gotten rid of a bunch of clothes and furniture. So, yeah. Starting over when we move, basically. A good way to do it. How far are you moving? Yeah. Uh, back to Memphis. Oh, so, oh, you're yeah, close to my neck of the woods. Nice. Oh, yeah, you're originally from Memphis. That's correct. Oh, okay. okay, yeah, so basically going back home. <laughs> gotcha. At yeah. which point are you two going to figure out that you're actually related? I that's what I was actually wondering. <laughs> there, this may be a thing. Well, thankfully, we did the uh DNA test through Ancestry, so I'm purely from Scotland and she's uh Denmark and Germany, so. Oh, nice. I, yeah. I think he meant you and me, though, since we share a last oh, name. Oh, us too. <laughs> uh, I, oh, I feel like I may have actually seen your name pop up in the ancestry thing of like, this could be like a fifth cousin or something. Yeah, so we'll it, have to there see may be if a that's a, Yeah, I'll have to dig through that again. My dad's side <laughs> of the family I don't know a whole bunch about, so there, it's really possible, actually. And so. I'm pretty sure my granddad had a couple of brothers and his dad, too. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That that could be crazy. Yeah, love Memphis though. Uh, I'm from Clarksdale originally, so just down the road from. Oh, Memphis. nice. Oh yeah, been there a few times. Yeah, very cool. Well, now uh, that we figured out that you have a distant relative, do you do you have uh, <laughs> anything else new with you over there? That was you, uh, Philip. Oh me, I gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, yeah, actually. Uh, so yesterday, I actually met up with a. Uh, a Patreon for my show and sold him an amp. 
that I had gotten at like a really, really crazy cool deal. Um, it, it was a package deal. I had only wanted, so he, I had a buddy of mine selling a JC120 and one of those uh, reissue Ampeg reverber rockets. And oh, nice. I only wanted the JC120, but he was selling it as a package deal at a ridiculously low price. So I got both of them, mentioned it to one of the Patreons from my show, and he had had a reverber rocket and wanted another one. So I was like, look, I will sell it to you for what I have into it. And so met up, drove over to Birmingham, and we met at a guitar center. So of course I go in, you know, because I, I can't not go in. And they had one of the well, warm audio uh, Foxy Tone octave fuzzes. Ooh. And I almost walked out without trying it. But then I literally stopped at the door, turned around and said, you know what? I want to try that pedal. And so I was like, I, I didn't know if I'd have another chance. And sure enough, I walked away with one because holy crap, it sounds good. It sounds really, really good. They're not that expensive either. No, 149 brand new, out the door. Well, tax, out the door. But it... it um, there's a, there's a video I put up on my Instagram, um, or TikTok or somewhere else. I don't even know where I post videos to anymore. There's so many places. Um, but the octave on it is ridiculous and it is so much more versatile than you expect an octave fuzz to be. It's the one fuzz I don't really have. Ah, well, I highly recommend this one cause you can switch out the octave too. If you don't want it, you can hmm. switch it out. It gets really, really dark and moody too if you roll the tone back on it and just roll up the the fuzz and sustain. It I don't know. It's super versatile. It's gonna go on my next couple of gigs I've got this month uh, with me. So we'll see how it does live. Nice. But that's all I got new this week anyway. Nice. I've got nothing new. <laughs> nothing new. No. Now I I think my uh I mean my gear budget this year has been invested in three very specific things that were quite expensive so um, I'm just trying to ride it out and <laughs> frankly cool the pedal story. flip game has not been as good for me lately like yeah. I've got a bunch of stuff listed right now and none of it's moving and I've already dropped prices once or twice so maybe that whole I don't know I don't know if the gear crunch is still a real thing but or just whatever I have selling is just not popular enough to get people that to or want any. That or, you know, the gear crunch was real, but maybe that whole market, maybe there's enough new stuff hitting the market now that the used prices aren't, they got to come back down again. I yeah, don't know. They should. I mean, just simply put, used should be devalued from new. Oh, yeah. It's, so. The the price got ridiculous out there. I sold, um during the crunch late, late last year, I sold a JHS Klon, and I sold a gold King of Tone that I bought new. Wes was on the list for it. And I got, I think I got, Nine hundred dollars for the JHS Klon, and I got like wow. eight hundred for the Gold King of Tone. Eight hundred dollars. Eight hundred dollars. Like I, I can't afford. Like it's dumb to hold on to something. I had another King of Tone. I've been on the list twice. I'm on it a third time. It's my favorite drive pedal. Period. And the next one I'll keep. I'm not going to sell a second one. But uh, at the time, with the when the price reached that level, I was like, I, I can't hold on to this if they're selling for this much. I just can't do it. Um. Same thing with the JHS Klon. There, there are just as good sounding Klon circuits out there as that JHS that I had. And the fact that, and I listed it, I listed it at a thousand because it was right after JHS did their video comparing the the first production Klon, you know, number serial number two, uh, to his that he built, and it was in the bronze case, and it sounded so identical. And I was like, so I looked on Reverb, there were none up. I was like, you know what? Let's just, you know, 
we're going to see what happens. I listed it at $1,000, sold it at 900 hmm. I'm jealous. It's crazy. Not Doesn't bad. make sense. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I sold my Prince of Tone for a decent flip, but I'm not willing to give up my King of Tone yet. It's, yeah, it's, no. it's so ingrained in my like, dialed-in stage now that I'm, I just don't want to get rid of it. I'll always have one. I will yeah. always have one. Preferably always have two, but you know, it just, it didn't make sense. Especially with the gold box I ordered it in, it was just going for more because you chose a color option that was like $25 extra at order time. The gold ones are going for that much more because I have a white one. Yeah, the, it, the gold was going for crazy more. Huh. Um, I don't know if they still are, but they were at that point. And so, I, it, and you know, that, that price... The height that it got to, while with all the dis, you know distribution uh, shakeup, the way people are having a hard time getting uh, every parts and stuff like that, eventually we're going going to get back to normal, and that price is going to fall. I don't know if it's. I'm not going to call it a crash. It's just going to get back to normal. You'd hope, but I mean, yeah, we hope. Part of the allure of King of Tones was one, um, there allegedly is going to be an end of it at some point because there's oh, yeah. supply parts and stuff like that, and. He's been keeping it going for a while, but like, you know, sometimes it just stops because there's a parts crunch. But uh, there, and it's so back ordered at this point. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I, it is it is a curious thing now of like how back ordered is it, and how, like how much how real is that back order? Yeah, I want to know. I think the back order is real. Um, uh, talk to Mike. I think I think it's real, but I think the problem is that the hype and the back order and the scarcity and the driving the prices up created more of a back order because now if oh, yeah. we just removed all the people who are just planning on flipping it when they get it that list would move much much faster mm -hmm. i'm 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 really curious how much faster would it actually move I'm, yeah i i would, like i if, would go out on a limb and say 50 percent of the people on the list are people planning to flip it you think it's that bad i do i really i really do think it's that bad hmm. I mean, I've seen a lot of posts of people being like, what's the best mods to do to like let it sell faster yep, or sell better? I see it all the time. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Because like the Fuzz Factory, uh, the Chase Bliss one, everyone made such a big deal out of flipping, but really only like 25 of them got listed for sale out of the thousand that were sold initially. So oh, like, yeah. it was kind of like, you're kind of overblowing the reality of how the flipping situation is ruining it. And it, it just became a scapegoat. Where the reality yeah. was a lot of people just wanted that pedal. Yeah, and some people wanted it for its collectible nature. Some people wanted it because it was going to be interesting, and, and it was. It turned out to be awesome. I, I don't own one, but um, I tried to get around the second time. Just didn't get. I didn't get in early enough. But it, you know, you see a flip of only two two point five percent. That's twenty five out of a thousand. I mean, that's not bad at all. That's that's, that's pretty within low. realm of tolerable. Yeah. It was just that my problem with that whole oh, and I, I had an episode on this, and I got so mad. It wasn't the scarcity. I didn't care. A thousand is a big run. I don't, I don't care what run. you say, who you are. A thousand's a huge run for a pedal company. Um, but it was the people who got mad at Chase Bliss and Joel for doing a limited run, a quote unquote limited run of a thousand. Like he got some of the most hateful emails and comments that I've heard in the in pedal community. Yeah, and it's not even like fuzz factories are even selling that fast anymore. Yeah. 
Anyway, that it makes me mad to hear people who are, who get that mad over it, over a, a special run or release, and they, they absolutely have to have it. I will say, at least it was a unique pedal design, unlike another pedal company that put out a pedal movie-related pedal that's just a re-release of something they already have. Um, and technically, the one that's in the regular lineup is better than the one they put out, but that's neither you know neither here nor there. We'll talk about that later, I guess. Um <laughs> I, I get, I, and I Man, love you're that just, company. You're just such a firecracker about that, aren't you? I really am. It's it. This kind of stuff eats me up. It it like why be freaking hateful to people over a pedal? It's not the end of the world. You will live. You will draw your next breath if you don't get the limited edition Chase Bliss fuzz pedal. You're you're gonna be fine. Or if you if you don't draw your if you don't draw your next breath, it's not because you didn't get that pedal. Yeah, and also if you're that angry and things like that, you know, you could also, you know, actually watch the emails and and jump on jump in line to get something. Yeah, you had just as much a chance as anybody else out there. Yep, I mean the second run went took like twenty four hours to sell, so like you had an opportunity. Yeah. And you knew it was and, coming, and you had the opportunity to get the money together. Like, and and the second run looked cooler anyway. Uh, <laughs> I like I like that black finish much more. I mean, the silver looks great. Oh, it didn't look bad, but I think the black looked just it just looked cooler, just yeah. in general. But that's just me. Sorry, coming all up on your podcast and getting salty immediately. Just is what it is. It's kind of a habit of guests on our show. They, they have <laughs> yeah. something in their craw, and I just need to poke it so that it comes out. So, Good job. I mean, yeah, no. It, it's Diaz fine. isn't here to piss off, so I, I need to do it to somebody. So, Oh, well then, it'll be fine, because uh, we're going to talk about some things later that I'm going to be pissed off about, too. So yeah. It's all good. I don't know. This one might be the first one to start with. Uh, jumping into some news, Wampler launches the Gearbox. Signature dual overdrive for Andy Wood, which is essentially adding a Tumnus Deluxe and a Pinnacle in one box. Yeah, I actually really like this one. This one doesn't make me mad. Yeah, I don't hate it. I like eh, I like the idea behind it, like the two separate ins and outs. Yeah, it's becoming more common with dual drives. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I think that's the better way to do it. I've got a dual drive that's a um, tone bender and a Klon by a company called Pick Dropper. And it's got the four jack, so I can change the order of it if I want to. I don't know why I would ever put a Klon into a tone bender, but I could if I wanted to. Well, if you're boost, if you're using it as a boost, you'd clean up the bass into the fuzz. Yeah, I guess I could. Well, it also does give me. I can put stuff between them if I wanted to as well, which that's kind of nice. So, but I I like when companies do that. Give us the option. Uh, I had to look up who Andy Wood was to be I did really too. honest. He, he apparently played guitar. I love this list of people he's played guitar with. Gary Allen, Rascal Flatts, Scott Stapp, and Sebastian Bach. So he's a he's a hired gun guy. Yeah, he's a hired been... he's a hired gun Nashville guy. He's got his own band. He does have his own band that he tours with, but you know, he's a he's a sideman and he's a very, very good one. Um but like you've got the pinnacle, it's like Marshall in a box. You've got the Tumnus, which is obviously a clon circuit. I think it I think it's a great match. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think, I, I mean, part of the problem with this kind of thing is, like, people will be like, oh, well, I don't play country, so I don't need a, I don't need this. Or, <laughs> yeah. uh, which honestly could probably be said about all of the Wampler line, because, I mean. <laughs> he it, does have a, a country bent. Yeah, I mean, yep. well, like, that's that's where he made his inroads really early on, and so. 
Yeah. And that's where his popularity is. So the, the praise and worship people don't like him as much. Nothing, nothing Which wrong doesn't with make him. any sense to me. Yeah, I, I think I think Wampler makes great pedals. I've had several. I've got one. I've got the frustration right now. Again, Octifuzz, it's a thing. Um, I, the Clarksdale that he makes is actually named for my hometown, so I feel like a special affinity to that one. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I think he makes great stuff, and I, I doubt this is going to be any different. Uh, and I think it's got a great price point. What's it sitting at? Like two seventy nine. Uh, yeah, two sixty nine. So two sixty nine. Yeah, it's it's cheaper than buying both of them. Yeah, exactly. I don't I don't know. You show me another this quality dual drive you can get for two hundred and seventy bucks, brand new, without a four year wait list. Yeah, without a yeah. four year wait list. <laughs> I mean, because that's the thing. It's like a lot of these dual drive pedals. That this is the other fun part about it is like. If you think about it, like the protein, the dualist, the like all these dual drive pedals that are out there, they're you know they're they're combining classic circuits together for most of them, yep. um, and then they have a crazy long wait list, and it's just like it's kind of the hype just as much as like the features in them. Yeah. So it, it is kind of interesting seeing like if it all it's almost like this has to get back ordered immediately in order to get the hype going on it. Yeah, exactly, and and that's the thing. There are so many great dual drives out there, but like you know point me at another one that has four jacks stock you can mm -hmm. get that on a king of tone if you want to but stock and 270 bucks brand new it, they, there's not another one dnm well, there drive. might be dnm that's another that's a good one does it have four jacks it has a trs jack so it can do it okay well there you go so keely so and Wampler, imagine that yep well with that let's uh let's kind of just keep going down tc electronic has also announced a new pedal uh the magnus pro high gain distortion pedal featuring an lm308 op amp chip guess what it is guys it's a rat it's a rat do we need more rats it seems Apparently. like it, there's been a rash of them yeah this is uh, uh, this is the year of the rat they missed the actual uh, year of the rat <laughs> but this is the year of the rat uh the yeah once again wampler's got the rat's bane they just put out yep mm -hmm. uh Helix just put out another rat in their in the Helix line. Yeah, uh, added one in the most recent patch. Because uh, did you see, did you read the reason? I love it. No, I the re it. the reason they put the new rat is called the Ratatouille. The reason there's a new one, they discovered that the one they originally modeled for the Helix, their Vermin model, mm -hmm. had a busted LMO LM308 chip. Oh wow! And so they modeled a broken rat. And so, but then they, when they went, they were going to just update the model, but they realized so many people were using that model and liking it. They were like, well, just put a second one in there that's fixed. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Hmm. Makes total sense. Um, and so this thing, it's a, it's a TC electronic. So, and it's in their, their cheaper line. It's what? 59 bucks. Yeah. I mean, um, the price is the point to make on this thing. 60 yeah, bucks. But, but, but is a actual Proco rat all that much more? Um, what what are they going for new? Uh, I don't know. I can I can do that thing where we talk while we type just to see. Oh, um, uh, see, uh, a uh, new Pro Rat Two right is seventy bucks new. Yeah, and then a Fat Rat goes up to one sixty. Oof. And then the Turbo Rat sitting around one twenty. Yeah, at this price point, I'll just I'll just buy a Rat Two. That's I, me though. This That's has, just me. This has the the turbo, the classic, and the fat, all in one. 
Yeah, I just need the classic. I, I, I had one of those Turbo Rats for a while, back in the like mid-2000s. Mm-hmm. Could not get it to sound the way the classic sounded that I liked. So hmm. just couldn't get it, so I didn't like it. But that's me. I could totally possible it's user error, but I didn't like it. I mean, so I've had my rat like uh situation just locked in for ages at this point because I've had a I've had a, a big ear pedals uh woodcutter. Oh yeah. And I I mean, it also helps the fact that like I I had, we did a secret Santa and uh they had me, so <laughs> mine's direct from them. <laughs> oh, so that's like, nice. not only not only do I have like one of my favorite rat pedals, it was also a gift from the builder and I'm just like yeah, I'm never. I can't sell this. I can never get rid of this. It's this is the one. So yeah, no, you're you're I, good. I, I have no reason to look. But if you're in the market, I, I'll say this: sixty bucks and form factor. Since it's so much, this is going to be a slim single size pedal compared to and the top massive, mount jacks, top mount jacks. Yeah. Um, and it's TC Electronics, so like, it's built well. Yeah, it's not gonna be. It's not gonna be trash. That's for no. sure. Even even at sixty dollars, um, it probably fits on pedal boards better than the original rat i'll give it that oh yeah that that chassis they use i it just it's it's a pain i mean proco only made one pedal right <laughs> they're a cable company dude <laughs> so uh yeah there's that i i don't have I, i'm going to go on a tangent here i don't have a good feeling about <laughs> tc electronic anymore man why is that? I don't want. I, I hated to be the bear, the like gloom and doom. TC Electronic got bought over by Music Tribe, and so Behringer is now in charge of everything. But like, I just feel like you're starting to see the Behringerification of TC Electronic over the last couple of years. Yep. Nothing really new has come out. The plethora was the closest thing to an actual new product. And then Which, just a that lot should of, have like, existed long ago. Yeah, that they missed the boat getting that out. They needed to beat the HX stomp out, and they didn't. Exactly. That's exactly um, right. And, you know, the other thing that's worth noting, this is in that new enclosure that the Sky Surfer just got re-released in. Mm-hmm. This is that same enclosure. I Did you play a Sky Surfer? Did you play any of the pedals in that line, in that, that body shape? I had a bunch of them. Yeah, I had a couple. Yeah, they were only okay. Well, they're just rehoused Behringer pedals. Exactly. And so this is sitting in that same quality point. It won't be it won't be trash. You're not buying a, a Donner pedal here, but you're you're getting a you're getting a decent product, but I still think you're better off with the original rat at ten bucks more. Yeah, I could agree with that. Yeah. I mm, I just I it okay, I'm not a big fan of copying like just blatant copy and it has to be like what's new or what's different so combining all the rats into one pedal yeah cool enough it's it's kind of funny because like if jhs did that with just a, a rotary knob we'd all just be losing our shit about it but <laughs> that's true we would um be. yeah it's just <laughs> we'd be paying 200 bucks for it but what, what would they call that would that be the jhs swarm is that what they call it what's 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 the what is the technical term for a group of rats isn't isn't it a swarm? Can't Maybe. can't rats swarm? I feel like it. I I think uh, I think I need to talk to Josh. I can I can go ahead and trademark this, and you know if he wants to go this route. A mischief. Is it a mischief? 
This is a mischief. See, this is why we need my wife to be here, the resident uh, vet tech. That way we can consult. That's even better. That's even better. I mean, oh my, gosh. my favorite was always that a, a, a group of crows is called a murder, but... Yeah. Huh. Yeah, there's there's a few really good ones. Uh, there's a guy on TikTok who does that. Tug goes over all the different names for groups of animals. Some of them are hilarious. They're awesome. So yeah, so so for 60, 60 bucks, you get a mischief of rats. <laughs> <laughs> that does make it sound cooler. I'll say that. It does. If they, if they just called this a mischief instead of a magus, uh, it would have been much cooler. Well, I mean, the the pro is the clearly the nod at Proco. Yeah, I could see that. Okay, that ah, that's cheesy. Now that I see it. <laughs> That's cheesy. It's like I hate it now. It's also like a kidney shot too. It's you know what I mean. It's not even an homage. That's a kidney shot. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I I <laughs> I'll just get a rat. That's the way I look at it. I I'll just suggest getting a rat. It's it's probably great. It's probably fine, but I I don't really like the turbo or the fat rat. I like the classic rat. So that's my sound. If you want to have be able to flip between all of them. But y'all probably do what I do. You get a pedal with a ton of options, then you find the one sound you love and you never move it. Exactly. Uh, in, in the game world, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, exactly. So get the one you like. Just go ahead and pay the money for the one you actually want. Anyway. So speaking of get the one you want, Nembrini Audio, never really heard of them before, but has released the Clon Minotaur plugin, C-L-O-N, um, as a completely free recreation of the mythological transparent overdrive. Yep. And, cool. Oh, I think you already have it. Didn't, didn't you, yeah, already, didn't I, you say I downloaded it? Yeah. Uh, so when y'all, when I got the list of things we were going to talk about, I was like, well, I better download this and see what it sounds like. I think it sounds great. Uh, I did it through, um, I did it into the built in Fender amp model in Logic. Um, and I also did it into the uh, the Apollo, the UAD Marshall model, and I thought it sounded fantastic. Uh, it does not, I, I've never owned an original Klon, but the Klon circuits I've had and the ones I still have, they have more gain on tap than this thing did. I dimed the gain, and it still sound, it sounded great, but it does not quite get as much gain as my pedal versions do. But it sounded amazing. And hey, uh, you, if it doesn't get enough gain, run it twice. <laughs> Stack the clon into a clon. You're fine. You can have a whole pedal board of clons for free in your DAW. Or just it, but, be like Jonathan Burns and buy five of them. Board. <laughs> you know he lives he lives not too far from me we were gonna yeah i've uh, visited him a couple of times and i've seen his collection <laughs> i'm still yeah. trying to buy that uh was it the gibson spirit off of him if oh. he puts that up i'm like ooh, what yeah, can dude. i sell to get that <laughs> yeah dude uh but you know it's it's a clon it's a circuit that we we are probably all familiar with at this point and i think it does great for recording purposes if you're a, if you're a direct recorder or heck if you're one of those crazies who uses the laptop live uh, here you go. Oh yeah, I wonder if this would work well with uh, like main stage kids. Ooh, yeah, I don't know. I bet Ooh. it would. I only used it in in Logic just to kind of play around and play mm -hmm. over some tracks, and, but I thought it, it it sounded fun. It sounded great. Yeah, I want to especially for free. I want to send it over to my buddy who's always like 
Scott, how do I get the tone for this? How do I do this? And, you know, he's, he's a piano player who plays guitar and he plays acoustic guitar. And so periodically he calls me with a, I'm trying to get this tone on this kind of thing. And I'm like, do you want me to play it for you? And he's like, no, I kind of get to figure it out for myself. I'm like, all right. And I tell him how to dial it in. And, you know, a clon a, a is part of my tone. So I would, you know, like him to have yeah. something that works for him in that area. Yeah, I Even think it sounds great. The reality is half the time I just want to like set it up on a Kemper preset and just send him the Kemper preset since I know <laughs> his church has two Kempers. Like I'm just like, dude, can I just dial something in and send it to you? But anyway. That would that would probably be ideal. That's one of the advantages of having something like a Kemper or a Helix or a, a Quad Cortex. Yeah, Quad Cortex is a little harder on the sharing right now. But I got you. The, uh, everything fix everything that. has to it's go through that app that they're, they're they're trying to create their own ecosystem the same way like you know like kemper had like their whole like marketplace that you could share stuff on yeah and, and line six has theirs yeah but um the it's really the third party guys that create the amazing stuff or at least the really consistent stuff because you got it just takes time and you got to monetize it so makes sense but One yeah check this out if you're into recording get this get this plug in before it's not what do they say it's not free after the 31st i think i saw on the website when i when i went to download it i think this deal is only good through the month of may yeah so it's free just buy it yeah it literally <laughs> just buy it for free yeah I, I created an account and i downloaded it. it was super easy yep and we'll you know we'll have our inbox pounded with junk for the next three months but exactly whatever. Speaking of your inbox being pounded with junk for three months, uh, actually, that's a terrible introduction. <laughs> Godan announces the new Montreal Premier Limited Imperial Blue with a breathe-through core featuring two. This is your, your great old hollow body, single cut, Bigsby, Filtertron guitar. Yeah, I actually liked this. I'm not usually into their guitars but this looks good to me godin's always have had a little bit of a weird edge to them and this goes what way more towards the normal so and that's exactly okay thank you i'm glad somebody else saw it yeah so a buddy of mine one of my favorite guitar players i hung out with he was a godin uh just he loves them loves everything about him he had two of the original montreals mm -hmm. and that's what he played live he he did everything from like 90s pop to like a progressive fusion you know and he did it all with that guitar i fell in love with those guitars i played his a ton they were so unique they were nothing looked like them nothing sounded like them nothing played like them they were semi-hollow but they were flat topped instead of an arch top they had a little bit of a bevel at the edge as it got to the the sides of it they they played sounded beautiful and they were super unique this looks like blase copy of Gretsch. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, and I, I'm i sad this even has the Montreal name on it. Hmm. They don't even offer that, that older version of the Montreal anymore. I went on their website to find out. I was curious if they still had it. They don't. And I thought that was the best guitar they made. Um, but it's, and I, I don't want to pretend, I'm not saying this is a bad guitar. It is probably, knowing their reputation, it is immaculately built, plays fantastically, sounds amazing, but it lost some uniqueness. Again, salty. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I mean, it is on the thinner side. It is. And it is a hollow crutches. body, not a semi-hollow. Yeah. Oh, no. It says semi-hollow. Yeah. So what it, it has not the full block. I was going to say, wasn't this the one that said, like, it breathes or something like yeah. that? It has a breathe-through yeah. core. Okay. Eh. It looks nice. It looks great. But it's not what I'm used to seeing when I hear a Godin Montreal. Mm. Uh, did, did we see a price point on it? Did anybody see what it's going to go for? Um, I did not. 2500 or at least Ooh. that's the manufacturer's advertised price. So that's, No, that's a minimum advertised price. So that's, that Sorry, is what it bet. is. Uh, yeah. So 2500 bucks. I mean, you're, that's a made in North America guitar being, com well, compared to, you know, other things. So the price isn't that crazy. It's just at this point you could have a Duesenberg, you could have a, you can have a real Gretsch. Yeah. There, there are a lot of really nice real Gretsches in that price point. So yeah, it's a hard press for me. Oh, you could even actually at that price point you can get, or you might be able to get a used one of the ES Les Pauls if you really yeah. wanted to, too. So, I mean, there's tons of different kind of things in there. And I would be having a totally different conversation if this still had the unique shape and, and I don't know, the, the unique appeal of the original Montreal, where I'm like, yeah, you could buy the Gretsch, but this looks like this. You know what I mean? Whereas you don't even get the appeal of the different aesthetic. Hmm. Even the headstock looks kind of like a Gretsch. Yeah. I like the inlays though. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. kind of what sold it for me. Split diamonds. And the blue is a gorgeous blue. It's just uh oh, yeah. yeah, it's just not there for me yet. Um speaking of not there yet, uh Adam Jones <laughs> is teaching is teasing an epiphone version of his signature silver burst Les Paul custom. These will sell well. I don't care yeah. how much they cost, they will sell well. How much do we think they're going to sell for? I'm curious about this. I have, Eight, I have $800. Yeah, that's what I was thinking at first. That's my speculation. The The most expensive Epiphone Signature Edition guitar they offer is the George Thurgood, and it's $899. So it really comes down to what's the pickups in it. Yep. And, you know, when the whole Adam Jones Signature Guitar debacle happened with the theft and all of the, the release of these crazy seven and eleven thousand dollar guitars which is what the original what the gibson version mm -hmm. was selling for um so i'm didn't grow up a tool fan i you know i didn't listen it wasn't that i thought they were bad i just it wasn't my music and so when that guitar came out i had to look up who adam jones was that i was that guy um but i know that i know who tool is i have lots of friends who are in, insane fans this the epiphone they're gonna sell a lot of they're gonna sell a shit ton of guitars oh yeah i mean they don't even do a silver burst anything really at, exactly at, in an affordable range so i think that alone will um just help things out yep and you get this under a thousand dollars it's a it's a no-brainer yeah well we'll see if that actually comes to light it looks like it's in the prototyping stage but yeah, chances are it, it that will move faster out yeah. of. I want to play one. That's for sure. I want to play one. One of our <laughs> Patreons is too. Oh really? Yeah. Of the the Gibson? Of the Gibson? Yep. Jeez. 
he he put orders in everywhere expecting to not get one and he got two <laughs> and he, he's not selling them oh my uh sir uh it you know i have a podcast as well if you're interested uh <laughs> i mean goodness that's a lot that's a lot of money in in two guitars yes it is so even if it's even if they're the the lower end, which I can't, I should be honest, I can't even remember what differentiates the two. If it's the lower end, that's like fifteen grand. Well, one one's made by the custom shop and one's made by the. Oh, record. that's right, that's right. One was a custom shop, so yeah, it's minimum fifteen grand in guitars. I don't know if I don't know what he had, I, what whether he has two of the. Christina, which ones he has? I, I don't think either. No, of them are I the don't know shops. right offhand. But anyway, he he's he spent some money on gear this year. Or over yeah. the last year or so, um, but you don't have to spend a lot of money on gear to get the more uh, Hornet thirty, which is the new thirty watt version of their desktop amp. Yeah. That was a terrible segue. I'm sorry. It's okay. You, it, yeah. I, the, Five out of seven. The spirit was there. <laughs> I, I got you. <laughs> e for effort, right? Yeah, E for Excuse effort. Me. Um, yeah, but uh, I'm just going to be the one that says an F for this follow-through, though. I mean, <laughs> we, we were talking about this, of like, more makes amps? <laughs> just kind right. of the, the first reaction was like, and it's kind of like, oh, I guess of course, but like, no, I, I don't see these doing anything. No, no. It, it, so you've got this, this uh, I'm, I'm, it's a modeling amplifier. It's a small but 30 watt amp at a hundred. Right now they're seeing there's no official price in an American store, but they're pre-listed on some sites at 129 euros. So 150, $160 at that price point, you're getting a Fender Mustang. I mean, it's or, competing or, with that must the, the dual six inch one, right? The yeah. Mustang. I'm pretty sure that was the one I, I priced GT, out. Whatever. Um, uh, or, you know, for just, uh, about eighty dollars more, you're going into a fifty watt Boss Boss Cantana. Yeah. I I, and we talked about this earlier. It's like both of those. I'm gonna go to Boss and Fender before I go to more. Every time. Yeah, I just don't see this being the spot to go to mm -hmm. more. Like there's there there's there's the cheap undercutting where it's okay and I don't care. And and that's, you know, mini pedals that I can turn on and off and are just, all right, I wanted a tremolo. I didn't want to spend a lot of money in tremolo. I'm going to get the more one. You know what I mean? Yeah, like that's exactly, that's where those products are. I know somebody that actually, uh, got the <coughs> GE 300 or whatever the, their little multi-effect thing is. Yeah. doesn't sound like great. No, it doesn't. I mean, it does the, a lot, but it doesn't sound like great. Let's be honest, you're not buying more because they sound great. You, you're buying nope. them because they sound. They sound and they're cheap and you, you, you had an idea of what you were going to do and you got it. Right. You put this thing out at $99, I start to see maybe a market for it. When you compete with a more established brand like Fender or Boss, you're, you're going to lose that battle. Yeah. Um, for for a essentially, to be honest, a cheaper made product. I... I like that more exists. I, I really like that they're around and they give that option for people that want to get into certain effects, even, you know, without a big price point, there's not a big entry point. This, this is not the play. Yeah. And apparently it's an already existing, I mean, here, here's the other fun one. It's a desktop amp. 
Did it really yeah. need to jump from 15 to 30 watts? <laughs> no. Yeah. Got to blow your ears out somehow. <clears throat> I mean, watts into an eight inch speaker. Yeah, eight inch speaker. I mean, remember again, watts does not equal decibels necessarily. You got the right. sensitivity of the speaker matters and all that kind of junk and you can do math, but I'm not going to make anyone do that. Um, but the bigger speaker, chances are, was a higher sensitivity. So it already got louder just from putting the bigger speaker in. Yep. Um, and then doubling the wattage will only give you three more dB. It's So it's not really like a, a crazy change, but I don't know. Yeah, and they're already running a, probably a Class D style power. Maybe not, but it's still super, super clean uh, yeah. into a clean speaker. It's not like you're getting extra head, that much extra headroom in the 30-watt version either, given the style of amp that's probably in this. Yeah, you don't really get headroom from that. And like, unless you're doing, I know in the bass amp world, you know, class D amps are becoming much, much more normalized. But yeah. people are doing that because you can get like a thousand watts of clean power. Exactly. So you're still putting something crunchy in front of it, but it's just not, you're not crunching the power amplifier anymore. No. And and so that, you're not getting that out of the extra 30 watts. I, I don't see the place for this in the market. I, I just, I, I don't see it. I think it's cheap enough for beginners to make a mistake. That's what I think it is. There you go. Yeah. Somebody's already bought like the, the Moore tremolo and they're like, oh, they're making the amp too. Moore can't just, do anything I, wrong. I love them. <laughs> Look, if I'm, I'm a brand loyalist. I am, I'm willing to wear that badge, but Moore is not the brand to, to <clears throat> put your, put your plancher flag in. <laughs> it's, it's just not going to work. I, I haven't even heard this thing, and I know it sounds terrible. <laughs> that was like the, <laughs> that was my reaction to it. It's like six, six inch speaker. I know how it sounds. All right. Yeah, exactly. Ah, <laughs> oh, anyway, the, those are my salty feelings on this one. Yeah. I'm done being salty. I promise. Well, our last little bit of news is an interesting one. Um, the Ultimate Guitar Owner uh, Muse Group actually acquired Audacity pledging to keep it free and open source in the future. So this is the next one of a series of DAWs that have been built over the last couple of years. You had Cakewalk mm-hmm. um, has switched hands a few times. Uh, I'm trying to think who else was the other one that got hand shifted. Was it Reaper? Has Reaper been bought over? I, they may not have, and I may be making that up. Okay. Um. But Audacity is the great free... <laughs> You get what you pay for out of Audacity. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely you do. And that's why I'm really excited about this, actually. Um, that you'll actually see someone developing it a little bit more? That's that's it. If they follow through on what they're saying, that they're going to dedicate um, uh, dedicated uh, engineers and programmers to Audacity, you might actually start to see some some updates that actually really mean something and make it easier to use. Um it's nice to have a free doll available, but I mean, let's be honest. Reaper has been destroying Audacity in the free doll market. Well, yeah, because everyone just lies and gets the free <laughs> yeah. version yeah. of Reaper, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, I I hate to break it to you guys, I actually use Audacity at work. <laughs> Do you really? <laughs> yeah. So there's a there's a guy who created uh, a series of plugins um, for a signal analysis suite. And he just bundles it into Audacity and distributes it like that. So it's a quick and easy way to like dump WAV files into a computer and run analysis on them. Oh, sure, yeah. So it can do 
it can do you can drop an impulse response on it and it will give you uh like reverb time and that kind of stuff off of the impulse response no that makes total sense it's way cheaper than a bunch of licenses for pro tools yeah or uh, trying to make it something cross compatible with a bunch of stuff it just says well just hey here's audacity it's free i'm going to distribute it with it yeah uh, well that's my hope i mean i definitely used audacity very very early on years ago and I'd like to see it do well. I think there needs to be good uh, free DAWs in the in the marketplace mm -hmm. for people just getting into it. But um, we'll see what they do with it. We shall see. Yeah. So speaking uh, of let's see what they're going to do with it, I think let's get <laughs> into our topic here because this is kind of an interesting thing of um, we are still in a COVID world. We're coming yep. out of it. I don't know how you guys are feeling about that. I'm... I've got both my shots, and the world yeah, looks I've a lot different. Yeah, I've got my 5G. Um, I don't know if it's... I'm, I'm fully vaccinated, so... Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm getting eager to start doing stuff, get out again, you know, some of those kind of things. But um, Sweetwater announced that this year's Gear Fest is going to be virtual. That doesn't surprise me. I think is an interesting thing, and I'm curious how this is going to go. Because one of the great things about Gear Fest was... They ran some pretty pretty crazy deals if you show up. Like it was actually a good mm -hmm. show to go buy stuff at. I've never been to it, but that's what I've heard. Um, I had actually planned to go last year, obviously mm -hmm. before everything shut down. Um, but and if if it had happened this year, I definitely would have been seriously considering going. Uh, but I, I think you know, with it being next month, um, I I think we're we're we. So I, I just talked to uh, someone on my podcast about this. We're at that, and I'm going to use his analogy. So uh, I'm going to give credit to Jesse from Rude Tech. This is his analogy for where we are with the COVID thing. Hmm. He said, just imagine you're on a long car trip and you got to pee. And you need to go real bad. And you start, and but you can hold it. Like, you know, you got an hour to go. Okay, I can hold it. It'll be fine. But that moment you pull off the interstate, and then as you pull in the parking lot, like you start to get antsy. Like you gotta go. Oh, it's gotta always go. a photo finish, regardless yeah. of how long it takes you to get there. <laughs> exactly. Yep. That's where we are. We're at the pulling in the parking lot stage of this, and so it, we're all sort of trying to determine how bad we need to go, and it's it's getting tough. And so I definitely can understand. June feels like that walking in the door of the gas station where you're gonna go pee. I think we're I think we're real close. We're just not there yet. This is a this is an awesome analogy. I don't care what y'all say. I, I'm I'm using this one forever. Um <laughs> but so holding off, like, you know, we've talked about NAM coming up in July and they're gonna do it. It's gonna be in person. Um July's feeling a little later, like feeling like it's it's gives people enough time that are gonna go do it to go get vaccinated and to start to live in a semi normal world again. So I, I, I think this was, I think Sweetwater was on the cusp of to do it or not to do it at that time period. And I think choosing to do it virtually while not as much fun as in person, I think it's a very viable, safe option. I, yeah, I mean, GearFest has always been mostly outdoors in a tent event. So they have that, like, everyone seems pretty safe, feeling pretty safe with that. And frankly, Indiana never really shut down, but, yeah. um, yeah, I can see where they'd say we're just not there yet where we want to put our employees through it. That's true too. 
because also like given the people that show up are going to be from the area you're going to get a lot of like masks um so it i i don't think they were going to be in a spot where they felt like they could safely hold it everyone wear a mask and we'll just meet outdoors and it's going to be all okay i think they were still scared about being sort of the last remaining outbreak event kind of right. thing so it, it's interesting so I, I i wonder one one are the deals going to be as good for the rest of us who can't attend you know one year they were doing uh sure sm58 for 58 bucks deal Ooh. as long as you were in person <laughs> i was like whoever was there i would have gone and bought about 60 you know right <laughs> and just made 10 bucks a pop you know like that's there are room for i, I i'm curious if they'll be running those kind of good deals but the other cool part is just like streaming and and virtual events are so commonplace at this point that running all their like you know pro comes in and does a workshop on something that 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 made perfect sense yeah i'm so burned out on virtual events though yeah mm-hmm. i'm so burned out on them and if this and if this becomes what nam was last year for a virtual event where I felt like half of Nam was pre-recorded videos that they had released at some other event that they just recycled. I didn't like, watch any of it. I watched a handful of it enough to say I didn't want to watch anymore. Yeah, I didn't want to watch an hour and a half of Paul Reed Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Me either. Me either. They had some I, cool I really releases. Didn't. I just didn't want to watch an hour and a half of it. I wanted the. I wanted. I wanted a. Who's the? Why am I blanking on it? Guitar player. I just wanted their five-minute booth interview. Show us what you got, and we're out. You know. Oh yeah, I want yeah. Exactly. Jason Shadrick to come through, and <laughs> that's and... all I want. I want you to tell me about the new products you're making. Yeah. I want to talk about the cool things you're doing. I don't need a two-hour lecture on tone wood. Oh, see, my favorite part about those videos, though, is uh, I'm I'm back to the premier guitar ones. Um, <laughs> is watching the life lead leave the eyes of people the longer they do those things yeah yeah like, oh you mean you, like the rig rundowns no no no. where they do the oh. the, the nam booth interviews oh yeah so by they're, like they're the day so three interviews these guys are done with life yeah <laughs> they've gone full automaton oh yeah at that point it, uh, they don't even know they're no saying voice. things anymore yeah actually this even... year this year nam with masks i think a lot of us are going to lose our voices really quickly yeah, I'm going to be fighting it. I already deal with vocal issues to begin with. Yeah. I'm going to be really fighting it. I mean, or I'm, or it's July and no one wears masks anymore. We'll see, but uh, yeah. I'll probably be wearing a mask even though I'm vaccinated. I just don't it it feels risky. Um, I may just carry a a little whiteboard around and write everything down, not talk. <laughs> 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 just I, I it it's going to be interesting. And I've never been to Nam, but so this will be my first experience, which is interesting. But and I know that Nashville is chiller, but it's still not exactly a quiet floor. No, it's not quiet. And so add in the masks, uh, it's it's going to be chaos. Yeah, and I think it's going to be more open to the public too. Yeah, that's what it looks like anyway. It looks like it's going to be much more open to the public. I th- I think they're doing that intentionally because they're not sure how many people will actually come like i think there's a lot of worry of how many people are actually going to come i think more people would come if they let them sell product on the floor 
man. That's a good point. Like if you let the pedal builders actually sell product there, they... I don't understand why this is still a conversation that doesn't happen. Like it seems like everyone's in favor of it except Nam. Well, there's a whole theft thing. Exclusive. It's easier to say no one leaves the floor with product, period. From an anti-theft product, from an anti-theft perspective. I get that, but that's not that much different than like the Dallas Guitar Show, though. Yeah. It, it they they managed to make it work. Can you tell me Nam can't? Oh, there's like I mean they already have the form. Have you seen uh, have you seen the list of people who are coming? There's not really pedal builders that that seemed like the first group that said now nah, we're not doing it. Yeah, I noticed that. I really noticed that there because well, one the worries about what it's going to be like, mm-hmm. and two, there's just the 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 price point. So, think about it. What I, I I'm gonna be really arbitrary here, but you look at like the three biggest pedal brands, right? Let's let's look at Boss, Boss Electro Electroharmonics, and then who's next? JHS maybe. Ooh, who's third? I think it's JHS, but don't quote me. I'm not looking at their bottom lines here. Um, so maybe. you look at them after those three, the size of those pedal companies drops off dramatically, and let's be honest, it drops off dramatically after two. Um, so the cost towards benefit for those smaller pedal comp for the majority of pedal companies just isn't there. It doesn't make sense to spend all that money, especially to go to a show where they might have the lowest attendance they've probably ever had. They may not. They may have the largest attendance they've ever had. I don't know. Now, I mean, it was always a joke that Saturday at, um, summer Nam is public day where they just kind of stop carting people and more people get in. That's always kind of been the thing. Um, yeah. And so it's kind of like if you get like we get media passes, right? Because we're the media. Yeah. The mainstream media. You got to watch out for us, right? <laughs> um, the lamestream media is me. So <laughs> I think the shoe fits over here, too. <laughs> um, So like we get in and they don't do a media day either, which would actually probably make like the premier guitar kind of thing a lot easier on them not having yeah. you know just a zoo of people to navigate but um but they pre-schedule everything too so it's just like show up do it bye and like i know the major brands like fender and yamaha will actually schedule with you like hey yeah, when yeah. you come by the booth we'll actually have somebody dedicated to you you know they actually do appointments like that but um the the, the the Thursday and Thursday is usually the best and Friday. And then like when Saturday comes around, it's a zoo and you just don't want to be there anymore. Yeah. And exactly. so, um, at least I'm hoping, I'm hoping just to hit it <laughs> a day and then just not go back. But that's me. Yeah. I don't blame you. I, I, in my day job as a librarian, I go to a lot of library conferences and I'm helped plan some. In fact, I've, I've been in charge of the exhibitor hall for several conferences and it is, it's not fun. And it's a tough time. And I'm looking over the list of people. And so, you know, they've got the big icon with like uh, the big image with like the big names at the top and like the smaller names at the bottom. And, you know, you can tell how they arrange these. The bigger companies, the more money, they're always Mm -hmm. at the top because they give more money to be there. So you've got like Taylor, Gibson, Yamaha, Martin, Ravast, Amahi, Hal Leonard. Like that's the like when it starts hitting Hal Leonard, you're like, oh, crap. Yeah, like United States Postal Service is like the ninth name on this list. Yeah. (laughs) 
I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm I'm excited. Gibson's going to be there. Taylor's going to be there. Martin will be there. Yamaha, obviously, which probably includes Line Six. Yep. Um, uh, yeah. But Yama, no, Yamaha's going to be the biggest thing there. Yeah. Uh, no Fender. Uh, Fender's not coming. Don't yeah. see any besides. You know, I, actually, I'm looking. Um, besides Yamaha, there's not any companies on this list that make pedals. Yeah, it will be pretty close to. Well, oh, there's the, the delicious audio is. The, oh, um, yeah. That's the small vendor booth. I think a lot of pedal companies just went, there's more value in just doing the small pedal booth. That makes sense. So, that would make a lot more sense. Yeah. Uh, but we'll see. Gretch, Gretch is down there at the very, very bottom. Yeah. I just noticed. Um, yeah. So we'll see. We'll see who all shows up. I think more steam will build here and there might be some slap together stuff at the end, but we'll I see. think so too. I, I think we'll see a bunch of companies um, as we get closer. They might start to get a little antsy, mm -hmm. you know, getting close to the finish line and starting to be available. They might make some calls to Nam and be like, is it too late to get in? And they'll go, no, yeah, we still have half up. the hall. Exactly. <laughs> we still have half the hall. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, let's, uh, let's, 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 uh, wrap this up. <laughs> All right. Sure? I have no transition here. Um, <laughs> So I guess uh, you just gotta say thanks for joining us, and and also yeah, thank Philip, you. thanks for joining us. We where where can people find out about your your fun stuff? I don't think we ever really gave you a plug. Oh well, no, uh, it's that's fine. Uh, so if you've listened this far to my rambling and my saltiness, uh, you can find my podcast Forty Watt Podcast anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Probably wherever you're listening to this one right now. Uh, also, I'm on Instagram at Instagram.com/slash Forty Watt Podcast. There's a Facebook, there's a group, there's a Patreon, you know, all the things that typical podcasts do. Nice. Um, if you want to find us, you can find us at theeffectsloop.com. That's our link tree, and that will lead you everything, including our Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, our email, our Patreon. It should have an affiliate link for our Stringjoy, but it doesn't yet. Then Chris needs to update that. And I passive-aggressively yep. do that on air to remind him. That was, that um, was shady. <laughs> Wait, who's Chris? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah check that out and uh also check out our sponsor big ear pedals uh big ear pedals.com they make the best rat you can buy go buy absolutely go buy a woodcutter. um i think that's a nice little callback to something we said earlier um <laughs> and with that uh we'll see you guys all next week have a good one guys bye
dictionary Why is negativity always drawing out Pictionary Visualize love Energize lives together, together We undefeated A plan to make well, there's no gloves needed When we weed into the mindset of achieving And believing in a community that remains happy Then the actor, the world should be one Hate annihilated, every heart is one Love again, so Don't bother me